You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey friends, it's Jackie Moore. And today I'm here with Brie Beeks, one of my best friends. And so let's just start with a basic question. Brie, just tell us about yourself. Tell us about your family. Just like the basics. Okay, so I'm Brie and Jackie and Brandon are here visiting us in Tampa. So we're super excited that they are here. Um, I have two littles. My daughter is three. And they're so cute. (laughs) And my son, Jack, daughter, Breckley, son, Jack, is 19 months, and we hop on and off planes traveling for my husband's baseball career. So that's why they're here in Tampa. And I'm also a serial online business creator, obsessed with it. So true. She's like the online business queen. So we, Bree and I, know each other like our friendship started because my husband Brandon and Jalen played baseball together at Arkansas and then Brie actually led a small group in our apartment do you remember that yeah I do that was fun yeah so she like they we were their host home which is like really funny because we were in a very small apartment um, but it was still fun learned how to cook like two dishes so I could have food ready for them every week. But um, we love Brie and Jalen so much and we always look so forward to coming out here and getting to see y'all. But I'm talking a lot. So Brie, why don't you tell us about your relationship with Jesus? Just like when did it start? What does it look like now? Just however you want to tell that story. Okay, so I grew up in the church actually. My mom was a hardcore prayer warrior, but I did not start actually following Jesus and having my own personal relationship with him until sophomore year of college. Um, I felt like there had to be more to life than going through the motions, and I felt like there was more of a purpose, and there had to be a way to experience fulfillment and peace, and I don't know. There just had to be more than what was happening at the moment. So um, one day I just decided to stop living for myself. And he was literally like calling me and pulling me saying, just come and do life with me and you will be able to experience all these things that you feel like you should be experiencing. So it was like almost like a literal tug, like he was literally pulling me saying, just come hang out with me, pray to me, talk to me all day long and I will... Um, help you experience and feel all of these things. And so it was It was like a specific night um, in a cabin in the woods. I was rock camp mentor, actually. and <laughs> That's like opposite of a horror movie. It's like you think like Cabin in the Woods is scary, but like, no, like best night of your life kind of thing. Yes. So Cabin in the Woods and having a come to Jesus moment. So that was good. And it just so happened that um, my husband now... He so we weren't talking. We were friends. We went to junior high and high school together. But sophomore year of college, we weren't really talking. Um, not because we didn't want to be talking. We just weren't really that close anymore. Because y'all had like gone to different colleges, right? Like he went to somewhere else and you came to U of A or maybe vice versa. I don't remember. He went to junior college freshman year and I went to the U of A and then he came to play baseball at the U of A sophomore year. Well, Around the same time that I'm in this cabin in the woods, he (laughs) 
that I like, I'm not going to get over that. This cabin in the woods. Yeah. So kind of creepy, but great at the same time. He was hanging out with Brandon Moore, Jackie's husband in the outfield and in some office at the stadium. I don't know. And Brandon shared Jesus with Jay. And I don't know, the Lord just kind of orchestrated our story. And so we were kind of baby Jesus followers together. And so I don't know, it just worked out. And the Lord protected us from dating before this point, I feel like. And so I don't know. It's just, that's our story. That's so cool. I love, I actually love like talking about or thinking about y'all's story because of the fact that you knew each other growing up, but didn't date until you like actually both became believers. And I think it's just, wait, (laughs) did I say something wrong? No, go for it. Okay. I was just going to say that all of a sudden he was very, very cute. And (laughs) I was like, whoa, who's that now? Who's this guy that loves Jesus and is really cute? Dang. No, I know. Brandon and I joke all the time. Don't feel bad about that. Because Brandon and I joke all the time about how if he and I had met in high school, it may not have been good for the future of our relationship. (laughs) Just because Brandon didn't become a believer, you know, until a little later. And so we just wouldn't have had a lot in common. And it just would not, you know, probably have worked out so well. But... Anyway, refocus. So um, how do you, okay, so we talked about already, like Jalen, we're here visiting you in Tampa because Jalen, if you don't know, Jalen plays for the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, so he has, they've paid their dues in the minor league system, the rough years in the minors, and they are now like living the high life. Right. Of like the big leagues. (laughs) We're both laughing because it's like, I mean, it is really cool, but it's definitely not what people maybe think that it is. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, it's just not as glamorous behind the scenes. It's it's still a grind and it's still, I don't know, just not glamorous. It's still like wiping boogers and getting boogers handed to you and uh, all of those sorts of things. Um, But I mean, it still is like to some degree, like you are like on a bigger stage. I mean, just last night, y'all were at like a fundraiser event where you had on some, you were borrowing some very expensive earrings. And so like, that's not just like a normal everyday average person. So how do you stay grounded on like the stage that you're in and kind of in the lifestyle where you might have a lot of people looking up to you and expecting like lots of things from you, but you know, like you've got to stay grounded. What does that look like? Answer however you want. I feel like I asked like 12 questions. (laughs) Well, how do I stay grounded? I feel like I don't, but, um, but at the same time, I totally do. Um, I'm learning I like kind of chant to myself. I'm my biggest cheerleader. I feel like so right now I'm like chanting literally daily like to the Lord, like your peace, your wisdom, your light through me, your peace, your wisdom, your light through me or else I'm an anxious mess. Like I said earlier, we're hopping on and off planes and like the schedule is crazy. The events are crazy and there's just like there could be a lot of anxiousness. So I feel like chanting that he has He's been teaching me a lot. This has been a big season of growth, and he's been teaching me a lot to accept his peace, uh, which is kind of hard to do whenever you're in the midst of chaos. So accepting his peace and that, I don't know, in the midst of the chaos, it requires me to chant to myself, like, 
your peace, your peace, your wisdom, your wisdom, your light through me instead of being the anxious stress mess to other people and like letting, I don't know, the lifestyle kind of consume you. Um, But yeah, I feel like the chanting (laughs) keeps me grounded and just learning to accept his peace because I feel like chaos in everyone's life, everyone's busy, everyone feels just like our world, our world is chaotic, our society's chaotic. So um, yeah, just learning to accept the peace. No, I think that's great. I mean, we were even talking at breakfast about how like peace isn't circumstantial. Like I was talking about how I sometimes feel like, yeah, I'm totally at peace. And I look around and I'm like, wait, I feel like I'm at peace because like nothing's going wrong in my life. Like everything's like going great, you know? And I think that maybe even the opposite. So like you're like traveling all the time. I mean, week to week, like day to day even looks different for you. But even like on the other end of the spectrum, people whose lives are like the same, like every single day can struggle with like peace because maybe like they like crave chaos, you know, like they just want something different to happen. So it's like no matter where, we're at we all in our own way have to like figure out that peace comes from Jesus and it doesn't come from like our circumstances um something else that I love about Brie and uh, I didn't tell her ahead of time that I was gonna ask this question um but something else I love about Brie is she is such a great friend like do you remember when we first like started to become really close and we went and ate at Southern Food and I was like so nervous like I went so Southern Food is in Fayetteville and I like wanted to hang out to ask her this question and I was like so nervous and almost like didn't ask but I was just like how do you be a good friend like what do you do because I am if you listen to my previous podcast about perfectionism I'm a perfectionist and so it can really like and I know everyone is to some degree but like how it affects me is I'm afraid that if I don't like be a friend the perfect way that that person won't like me or they won't be a friend and so then I get in my own head and then I just like don't you know like I don't put out the effort because I'm afraid of being rejected or fill in the blank but Brie is so intentional and is so good just at relationships and at being a friend and so um we just share with us like what how did what does that look like for you I know like it looks like I mean it comes like pretty naturally to you so what does that look like for you to be a good friend how do you do that in the chaos yes so I feel like it's almost like you have to get your planner out and write out all of your friends names no I'm totally kidding but at the same time but as a really planner person like that actually doesn't sound like a bad idea (laughs) it does take time and intentionality to invest in relationships and nurture relationships it's just like I don't know. I feel like I I don't really treat all my friendships like my marriage, but at the same time, it's like whenever you're adults, you don't see your friends at school every day. You know what I mean? Like where you have to see them. And so it's like the people who uplift you and um, I don't know, the people that you want to be more like and the people that you want to be like your real life friend. I don't know. You have to like choose to invest in them, like choose to text them and say, hey, what's going on? But also on the other side of this, yes, investing in them, but being vulnerable with them and like letting them pour into you too. I feel like being transparent and saying, like I call Jackie all the time. I feel like whenever I'm just having a bad day or like, oh my gosh, girl, I just need you to pray for me. Like I've called her crying many times over the years. Um, I don't even remember why now, but just being vulnerable and 
allowing your friends to pour into you, I feel like that makes them feel comfortable to be transparent and vulnerable and let you pray and pour into them. So investing in them, being in, being intentional and being vulnerable. Yeah, I know that's so good. And um, all of those things like vulnerability is something that I personally like have struggled with forever just as being like, I want people to view me as perfect. And oh my gosh, I can't be vulnerable and people view me as perfect. Like those two don't match up. And so how does that work? Uh, but I think that truly like being your friend has really helped me like see that and like how you do that well and another thing that I remember that's always like really stuck out to me from that day was when we were having that conversation was how you said you know just text them and ask and like if they can't come like that's okay don't get your feelings hurt and I was like oh that's a novel idea Jackie like don't feel like they hate you if like you ask them you know and there are like I have had situations you know where maybe like you have to kind of draw the line. You have to say like, okay, I'm investing like so much. I'm pouring out so much sometimes. Um, or if it's like not a healthy situation without like going into too much detail, like the Holy Spirit can um, help you discern what that is. But I think a lot of the time before we had that conversation, I would ask someone one time if they wanted to do something or hang out or whatever. And if they said no, even if it was like a legitimate, like, no, my mom is like broken her leg and I like am in the hospital, you know, or just something like super serious, I would still think like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like they don't like me. I'm not good enough. That must mean no one else likes me. And so that's been like a constant, even still sometimes like a battle that I fight in my mind of like, okay, don't like, be crazy, Jackie, basically, you know, like, don't feel like you're like, not good enough, you know? Yeah. So I feel like any kind of no feels like rejection, whether it's rejection, because it's just like the timing isn't right, or they're in the hospital because their mom broke their leg. But just hearing no makes you feel rejected. And so it just makes you not want to ask again. You know what I mean? Like, no, I think I think that's so true. And that's something that I'm having to learn even still like how to handle a no. You know, because it's outside of my like control. Like it's not what I expected. And when things don't go the way that someone that's like has struggles with perfectionism expects, then it's like, oh my gosh, how do I handle this? Like, what do I do? What do I do now? Um, but kind of final question, and you kind of answered this a little bit already, like with the peace thing. But how are you? Like, how would you say that you're learning to be more like Jesus? You know, kind of theme of the podcast is be you but in be so be you be like yourself you don't have to like be someone else but with your personality with your gifts how do you grow to look more like Jesus so thank you Holy Spirit for helping me answer this because I was like I think I just covered that but I didn't um something that I've really been learning the last few months to be more like Jesus is to remember like it's not all about me and people, everyone around me isn't thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about me. And I feel like a lot of women struggle with this. Like you do your makeup and you're like, I don't know if I have eyeliner all over my face or whatever. And you're sitting there and you can't get past the eyeliner, but no one is thinking about your eyeliner like you're thinking about your eyeliner or whatever it may be. That's just an example. And if we would just quit thinking about us and quit letting it all be about us. You know what I mean? Like we're able to move on and be more like Jesus, be like, let our personality out and 
you know, just stop thinking about the little things because no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you. So then if you'd stop thinking about you, you are more likely to think about other people and be able to invest in them and pour out into them. And then you just have all kinds of more energy and joy flowing out of you. And that's that's whenever you start having really good days, whenever you just stop letting it be all about you. So, and that's also how I'm able to get through some of these events too. It's like the first 30 minutes you're like thinking about you, you know what I mean? Thinking about your makeup and everything. And then once you just decide to stop letting it be all about you, then you're able to have fun and pour into people and nurture relationships and let it be what it's supposed to be about instead of about you, you know? Yeah. I love how you said like you decide to, like it is a decision. Like you have to, a lot of times like decide I have to, you know, we have to decide, okay, this is how I'm thinking, but that's not honoring to the Lord and that's not giving me joy and peace. And so I'm deciding to do something different because I mean, we all like probably weekly need a gentle, Hey, it's not about you, girl. Hey dude, it's not about you. You know, (laughs) like we just need a loving, gentle, it's not about you. So thank you so much. This is so fun. I know that I have learned even from just talking again from you some things. Um, and even this conversation, um, I feel truly like filled up from the Holy Spirit. And it's just always fun. I just encourage everyone listening. Um, it's always fun to talk about Jesus with your friends. So even like your Jesus friends, sometimes you just like talk about not that it's bad to like talk about you know houses or clothes or kids or whatever but be I would really encourage you to be super intentional about having those like Jesus conversations because you always walk away from them um, learning more about Jesus and wanting to be more like Jesus and when you're being more like Jesus then you can be who you were created to be 